podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another show. Hope you're doing well on this Friday the 13th. Hopefully things are going well and you're feeling lucky, not unlucky on Friday the 13th, unless for some reason you've decided on Friday the 13th of all days within a year to sort of go to a cabin in the woods because I don't think it's going to end up that well for you. But if you are watching from a cabin in the woods, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in as to everyone else, wherever you're watching this. In today's news show, we're going to sort of cover several things. Mauricio Pochettino gave an interview to Chelsea's media and we want to talk about some of the quotes, react to some of the quotes. He gave a really good quote regarding Conor Gallagher and why he's such an important player at the moment. Also injuries, he spoke about that and, and I will show you a graph that just demonstrates how bad the injury crisis is for Chelsea compared to other Premier League teams this season. Then we will wrap up with uh, a transfer story earlier this week that I think people have maybe taken the wrong way and kind of boosted the significance of it when actually in recent Chelsea history, it's not that big a deal. So we'll get into all of that. Please hit that like button. Please share the video around with fellow Chelsea fans, gets more people involved. If you're listening on the show on the go, make sure to give us a positive rate and review. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars to give the podcast. And as well, there is a financial way you can help support the show. And also, who doesn't want this? Get yourself some great Chelsea gifts not only for yourself but maybe for friends family as we get towards the festive season in a couple of months and that is via MOTM football they sell some great Chelsea gifts be that prints of the two Champions League wins in 2012 and 2021 that includes the starting lineup really well designed or a Stamford Bridge print there's also football coasters mugs t-shirts get involved use my affiliate link down below and as I say, maybe get an early Christmas gift, maybe a birthday present for one of your close friends or just for yourself because I think these are very cool things to hang up on the wall. So you use my affiliate link down below and get yourself a nice Chelsea gift. But we're going to start off with Pochettino's interview. Uh, it was done in pretty much the same location where his very first Chelsea interview was done back in July. So he said some interesting things. I think he, was, he, he spoke about recent performances uh, going well, results sort of turning around and, and that being a positive and kind of the long-term goals of this team under his coaching. But then also he spoke about injuries. So this is what he had to say about that. And then we'll come back and I'll show you how bad the injury situation has been so far this season. For many players injured and key players that cannot compete and, and train with us. And that is so important. Uh, you can see how different, uh, you know, club like Manchester City, how affected when it's not Rodri or De Bruyne. It's only two players. But for us, is to miss many players, key players, that can help to develop and to improve the team uh, faster. And yes, in this way, when we recover all the, all the players, yes, for sure, we will be ready to compete for big things. Even now, we need to believe that we can compete with big things with all the circumstances. I think it is difficult. It is when you miss that many key players and it just disrupts plans. We, we spoke about this and I think Pochettino said it before maybe the Bournemouth game. He, he said uh, maybe the last international break how... His attacking plan had to keep changing because of the injuries to both Christopher Nkunku and then uh, Connie Chukameka and kind of a third attacking plan that saw Ben Sherwell in, in this left wing role. feels like he's got something now that's, that's working a lot more for Chelsea, but it's very, very difficult. And seeing this graph uh, via PremierInjuries.com, it was posted by Playmaker Stats, that compares 
all of the injury lists so far this season and Chelsea are unsurprisingly the worst so far this season. Uh, this is as of the 12th of October, so very recent. Chelsea are top of this list with 12 injuries. The closest is Crystal Palace with 11. The lowest on this list are Manchester City with only two injuries, and you have West Ham Wolves, Arsenal with four. I heard Arsenal fans complaining recently about some injuries they have to players. You'd rather be in Arsenal situation than Chelsea's, and it just... It speaks to how bad the situation is, and 12 is is drastic. We have tried to dissect where it's come from, why it's so bad, how do you resolve it. Some people will point to basically 12 months ago when Chelsea, um, the new ownership, sort of let go some of, of the favoured medical staff, have brought some back. Now, we can point to certain players kind of being at the heart of that. N'Golo Kante, I think, is, is the biggest one that comes to mind. Reese James, too. But seeing this number of injuries, it just it so derails plans in the long term. And I just hope this is the worst it's going to get. I would even take being where Fulham and Liverpool are with just six injuries. I would take that currently. But, but hopefully, fingers crossed, as we reach the hectic festive period over December and January and February, Chelsea's injury issues get better because we're going to need a big squad, as we know. But another part of this interview that was a lot more positive was not about injuries, about players currently involved in the Chelsea first team. And that was Conor Gallagher, why he's such a vital part of his current starting eleven, And you can see that right here. Conor is a, is a player that can run a lot and I think therefore he's massive. He's a great professional and he can play in different positions. You can see him playing in like a 10, like an, an 8, a 6. He's a box-to-box, -box. he can run, he can play, build from back and finish on the last third or to assist like uh, to, to Raheem Sterling. And I think he's doing fantastic from the beginning of the season. We are so happy with him. I think what's so defining about this quote for me and, and kind of sums up why coaches will trust players like Conor Gallagher a lot is their versatility, is their ability to do things that maybe people don't appreciate as much but do a lot of the heavy lifting that helps and benefits other players that has been so clear so far this season and why Conor Gallagher is such a valuable asset for Mauricio Pochettino on and off the ball. And I think people demean that. I think they don't appreciate that enough. And you see a lot now where aesthetics come over actual impact on the pitch and people, will, for some reason, want to prefer players who are limited but aesthetically pleasing. We've seen that in recent years where players have, have been in key positions or right, they look nice doing certain things, but they actually impact in the game. Do they have severe limitations that are actually hurting us throughout the season? And I think that's the difference with a player like Conor Gallagher is that versatility is going to keep him in the first team for a prolonged period of time and why it's right currently he's getting those minutes and he's getting the praise from not only Pochettino, but a lot of Chelsea fans, I think, are coming round to the fact that Conor Gallagher is a very talented footballer and is rightfully getting minutes in the Chelsea first team currently. But another thing regarding Pochettino was a story or a report from Fabrizio Romano earlier this week where he said and claimed that Pochettino is now going to have an important impact on internal decisions at Chelsea, including more power when it comes to transfers. Now, I saw this and people were kind of going overboard about this. I'm not in a negative way, kind of like, oh, great, finally doing this. Why haven't we done this before with coaches? Now, I know some of you will grasp this, but it, it kind of just doesn't reflect reality in recent years because I, I sort of read it and went, is this kind of breaking news? Is this something drastically different from Chelsea's strategy regarding head coaches' involvement in transfers? Because we can look throughout recent years and head coaches have been involved in recruitment, getting players that they specifically asked for. Maurizio Sarri, 
Jorginho is kind of the, the biggest example here, but we know his involvement and liking for Kepa Ariza Balaga and Gonzalo Higuain on loan. Frank Lampard has spoken publicly and even recently so about his desire to sign Ben Chirwell. Thomas Tuchel, Raheem Sterling, I think he's a big one there. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. So the idea that coaches have not had any involvement and this is something new is just, is just nonsense really. I think one of the big problems with Chelsea is actually giving too much power to the current head coach and letting them lead the direction of the club, the vision on the pitch in, in the short and long term. I think that's been a problem rather than a benefit because it's created a jumbled squad because when you dismiss head coaches so frequently, you are left with a squad that is a bit of a mishmash of different profiles and different ideas and limited players who can't work in different systems. What I like about the current approach, you can be as critical as you want, and I think some of it is absolutely valid regarding the profile of players in terms of age. Maybe we should have gone for more experienced players. That is a frequent uh, criticism I've seen so far this season. Or maybe selling players too quickly. Whatever it is, you can have those criticisms. But I think in terms of the profile of these players being more versatile, I think in the long run, it will make Chelsea more suitable and I think hopefully make Chelsea a much more consistent team and create a squad that can work in different systems, in different ways. That has always been kind of my belief is that going in for these specialist players might work for one head coach, but unless you're going to give that head coach all the power and all the trust over a number of years, which is probably unrealistic, you're setting yourself up for failure. Unless that player and that coach form such a great relationship that like a Jose Mourinho type situation where at least if it's only for like two or three years, you win a lot of trophies and you can kind of go, all right, the collateral damage later on is probably worth it because we've won things. But if you aren't getting that and then you've got a jumbled squad in the long term, that's going to mean you're going to have to spend more money in the market to make up for those mistakes. I'm not buying it. I think the current model I actually think is more suitable and hopefully will create better transfers and a better recruitment policy in the long term. So I wouldn't be surprised if Pochettino is obviously having a say on some of these transfers, having preferences over players he would like to see come in. Uh, but I don't think just we're only buying this player for this specific coach, as we saw with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, I think is, is the best recent example of how bad that strategy is, especially when you decide to sack that specific head coach you've, you've brought the player in for literally a week later. It's an awful idea. So those are my thoughts for today's show. Let me know yours in the comments below. Have a great weekend and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.